this is episode 19 of Going Beyond Salvation, season 3. And this is your host, Jess Robinson. Today, um, we're just going to kind of highlight some things um, with, with Joshua and in Proverbs, Psalms, and, and in Luke. So we get into Joshua and what really stood out to me and and what is happening is there's this this conquest happening the the promise is being fulfilled and we see that they're faithfully going and and conquering the cities and Joshua is going out and and they're doing what they're supposed to do even after this what happened with the Gibeonite deception you know they're continuing on in the promise and the thing that really stood out to me is that is is the miracle of of the sun sun standing still and you know where Joshua he wants to finish this battle and he prays you know you know for for the sun to stand still he prays this bold prayer and you know the lord you know as believers you know we're open to we have such a connection with the father to to pray bold prayers and you know some people go well how did the sun stand still and and there really isn't you know it doesn't say why you know the this prolonged daylight, you know, was how it happened. Some speculate that it, you know, God had slowed the earth's rotation, tilted the earth on its axis, or, or caused a refraction of the sun's rays. However he did it, you know, it's a miracle. And miracles, you know, go beyond even our own natural realm. And you know, God steps in beyond the natural realm. You know, we see people, you know, I've seen people healed of cancer that was aggressive and they should have, they should have died, you know. <laughs> you know, I've seen people that were supposed to die. And the next day they're sitting up after praying a bold prayer that, that a miracle will be in their body. You know, I was praying for somebody a couple, about a month or so ago. It was just about the time when this whole COVID-19 thing happened. This person was not eating or or drinking because of some medications they were on. And there was genuine worry that they were going to die. And I just prayed this bold prayer that, Lord, restore their appetite, restore their thirst, Put a miracle healing in their body, and this person is, you know, doing much better. You know, they they're, you know, going back to church and just work, you know, living for the Lord. So, you know, it's just amazing, and you know, so as believers, you know, we're, you know, we have such a connection with God that we're not afraid to pray bold prayers or even be specific about it and you know there's like one evangelist that 
you know, it's a story that my pastor likes to use, but, you know, there was a pastor and he needed, you know, these chairs and he just kept praying to, to God for, for a set of chairs and it just wasn't coming true. And finally the Lord said, well, what kind of chairs do you want? And he, he got really specific what he wanted. And the very next day on the side in front of his church was the specific chairs that he was asking for. And, you know, we live in such a hostile and evil world that, you know, we're faced with such challenges and difficulties that miracles are sometimes needed to fulfill God's plan and purpose for our lives, you know. And, you know, I was reading, you know, I, I have a separate reading and because I, I just love reading the Bible. I was in, in Ephesians today and the Lord just highlighted to me that, you know, you're, you're created for, for good works and that the Lord has, you know, through Christ Jesus and the Lord has gone before us for these, these good works. And so it's just amazing to see this miracle. And I, God still is performing miracles to this day. And so I'm going to jump into Proverbs. I'm jumping into Proverbs and I'll jump back to Psalms. Actually, I think we'll actually, we're going to leave Psalms for the end, uh, today, um, just because of how wonderful it is. But when we look at the Proverbs that we had today, you know, four and five is about, you know, being diligent, working, working and stuff. And we can take it as, you know, one, you know, when we're working physically, you know, when there's things that need to be done, you know, the, the Lord doesn't want us to be lazy, you know, and, and we should be diligent in our work, especially where we work, where we make an income at. You know, part of our testimony is how we act in work, you know. And and I grew up, you know, with with parents, you know, being out on a farm, you learn work ethic. And I've learned that, you know, to respect my employer's time, to respect people and, and respect, you know, the work that I'm doing. And it may be hard. I may not like it, but I continue to do it. Even though I don't want to do it, I still continue. And I, I try to keep a, a good attitude and, you know, it's just something that my parents put in me and, it speaks a lot to a lot of employers that I end up leaving because, you know, and I leave on, on good notes with a lot of my employers just because of that, you know, and, and that's a huge testimony, you know, how we act and work and what we do, you know, even being honest when we've made a mistake. You know, that, that, that's a big, cause today, you know, that there's many who, who would rather just sweep the problem underneath the rug and hide it and, and lie. 
And if you honestly screw up and tell your employer, I screw up, I screwed up. And that's going to speak volumes, even though you may get written up, you may have to get fired. It's going to still speak volumes to, to this employer. But we can also take this as being lazy when it comes to the harvest uh, of souls. You know, there's a lot of people here and there's, and I, I'm guilty of it as well because, you know, we get so caught up in our day-to-day lives that we put these blinders on and we're so focused on going from A to B. Like today I was, I finally went shopping in Cody, you know, for for the past month, I've just been staying and shopping in the local supermarket in Powell, but there's just not a lot of variety produce wise. And me and my husband love having fresh produce. And we're in that time and season where we don't have a garden right now. It's just starting to grow and there's no fruit to, to the garden right now. And so for for several weeks I did not go over to Cody that has more fresh produce more options to have and I went today and I had I will admit I had kind of my blinders on because I hadn't been in Walmart or Albertson so I didn't know what what their policies were going to be like so you know, you're trying to be respectful and not, you know, be in people's spaces. And, you know, you, you, you still feel like you have the blinders on. But we can, we get so caught up. And it's easy to get caught up in life, have these blinders on that we, we miss out on the harvest. And the Lord was really speaking on my heart today that, you know, it's time for me to rise up in the giftings that he's given me. And... And it's like, well, I've got to be able to be obedient, sharing my faith, even out in public before I can really get into these giftings. And so we really can't be ignorant and and selfish about not sharing our faith. A lot of believers are just complacent about living their lives and saying, well, I, I can't be you know, shoving my beliefs down somebody's throat. And it's not that, especially when God opens up that door for you to share it. And that's how he does it. You know, he, he prepares the heart in advance for it. And so we can't be lazy in that area. And I feel like as believers, you know, part of this whole thing with, with COVID-19, with the church, I believe it's just this wake up call. You know, I was watching a another pastor and he was saying well you know people are saying I can't wait to go back to normal and it's it's as if you know what if God is saying I don't want to go back to normal you know it'll be it'll be great when we can go back into the church into a physical building but what if God has something else in store. And I feel like as as believers, this is getting us out of our comfort zones. As as the church that we've had to get out of our comfort zones lately. 
because we got so accustomed to being in church buildings and then trying to get people to come into the church buildings. And I feel like this is pushing us out, out. And, and as you know, restrictions begin to be lifted, you know, you still practice the social distancing and still respect the orders that are given. But at the same time, we can't allow ourselves to go back to being complacent about not sharing the gospel. And so this is just so important about being diligent, you know, and it says, you know, brings in, in verse four, but diligent hands bring wealth. And it's, it's more than just, physical wealth it's spiritual wealth the the treasures that we gain in, in in the kingdom of heaven and i just love verse six blessings crown the head of the righteous but violence overwhelms the mouth of the wicked when we're seeking after the lord and going after him with all of our heart, we're blessed. It, we have these blessings that crowns us. And I can't wait till we get to Psalm 109 because it is one of my, or not 109, Psalm 104, or no, Psalm 103. See, I get them all mixed up. I love Psalm 103 because of it's just this amazing psalm. And showing that these benefits that we have from God we just have these amazing benefits from God and we're blessed in that way and and it crowns our head you know it's like a crown it's like on our head and around us and it's just something we should lift up and be proud of you know that it's on us and we should be overwhelmed with that kind of joy and when you see the mouth of, of people who don't have the Lord in their life when you see that what how they're living their lives violence just fills it you know and it's hard because as a believer you know even my patience with people gets thin and sometimes I will just say something that I, later I'm just sitting there going Lord I shouldn't have said that but you know, it's, it's those that are just overwhelmed with, with wickedness in their lives. They're so down the path. I've seen it before, you know, in a family member of mine, you know, just getting and receiving, you know, being on the receiving end of the, the violence spoken over me. And it really affected me a long time and so I just said I'm you know I finally had to let go of what they said and and forgive them for it because I I believe they were not in their right mind when they said that you know the enemy really had a huge control over their lives and they're they're trying to get their life in in control and so it's it's a healing process. So, but 
that's just something, and I, you know, I challenge you to look at people who you start seeing, and the Lord really starts revealing things. You know, I know, you know, I, I was, had walked into my job after having this wonderful time of worship. And it's going to be interesting, you know, going back to see what the atmosphere is like. Because there was one weekend I had such great worship and then I went back and I could just sense the spiritual tension in there. The, the gossiping, the, the maliciousness in there. And it was like, I'm, I'm interested to see what happened, you know, for two weeks. What's going to be like? I'm going to be putting on my spiritual armor to be prepared for what's in there. But I just challenge you to ask the Lord to, to reveal those things to you. So we're going to jump into Luke in, in chapter 12. And in Luke chapter 12, the verse tw first 12 verses, Jesus gives them warnings and encouragements. And this is talking about the hypocrisy of, of the Pharisees. He was warning about the hypocrisy of, of the Pharisees that they were to, his disciples were to be careful that that sin did not enter their own lives because the Pharisees were living essentially a lie. They were living, you know, an act in a, in a way that they were saying they were righteous, but inside they weren't, you know, it was as we were talking about yesterday that their spiritual eyes were, were in the last podcast, their, their eyes, spiritual eyes were clouded over and we have to watch out for hypocrisy in our lives you know when you're living hypocrisy you're living a lie and you're living under the dominion of satan the father's lies and a lot of people that live with hypocrisy live with a lot of condemnation and they pour out that condemnation on other people when they're living a double life. And those who are, are very spiritually keen can really clean or catch on to that. And I've caught on to it on several people going, there's something going on. It, you know, just how they act. Because it'll it'll set off, you know, this warning flag. And that's just the Holy Spirit guiding and directing you how to how to live your life and and so he was giving them these warnings and but he's he's telling them that his disciples not to be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more so he was essentially saying don't be afraid of man but be afraid of of the lord and it's hard because we do have a fear of each other for some reason. And I know it's a lot of it is the enemy. And and there's just some that don't have fear of other people, but there's there's some it's a struggle. Because they they feel like that this person has power and control and and it's the lie of the enemy and that's something that that we have to Say, no, we have to revere God. 
and so he he's essentially saying revere God and then there's this we jump into verse six and it's just amazing are not five sparrows sold for two pennies yet not one of them is forgotten by God indeed the very hairs of your head are all numbered don't be afraid you are worth more than many sparrows we have this reverence for God and God cares for us yeah, we fear man, we fear when we're going to get fired, we have all these fears of all these things, but the Lord cares for us. He's got us taken care of. And, and I had a, a Bible teacher that would say that when he gets stressed out, when he gets anxious about things, he would actually go sit in a park and watch sparrows because it reminded him as he watched sparrows and they're able to get food and, and they're they're playing in the bird bath that this was God providing for them. And if God cares for the sparrows, how much more does he care about you? And that's just something that we need to grasp on, that God cares about us. And that he he tells us that you know, he cares about us. And then we jump into that. Whoever acknowledges Jesus before men, the son of man, which is Jesus is going to acknowledge him before the angels of God. And that's just something. And that's a huge thing that a lot of you, you hear in a lot of missionary stories, especially, especially those who go into very dangerous places, what they want when, when they're being persecuted, what is happening? The challenge they are given is, are you going to denounce God? And, you know, and, and if you don't, you're going to die. You know, so it's just something that, you know, we have to, and even today, people want us to stay silent and it's hard because you're in on Facebook and people are constantly it's it's about standing up for our faith and continuing to acknowledge God I don't sit there and debate and date and debate and debate with my unbelieving friends but my posts are all about you know proclaiming God that Jesus is the only answer to our problems and that's how I I continue to acknowledge God is is that way and And he brings up the, anyone who blasphemies against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And I actually have a note written and I don't know where I got this from, but I wrote a note that essentially we're sinning against our own soul too. When we're blaspheming the Holy Spirit, it's a sin against our own soul and it's something that we shouldn't do. And I've talked about blaspheming the Holy Spirit in other podcasts as known as the Unparable Sin. Feel free to go to those podcasts to hear what we have to say about that. And he ends this, this section saying, you know, when you're brought before synagogue rulers and authorities, do not worry Essentially, and when you think about it, he's getting them prepared because 
when he ascended to heaven, they had to go before the Sanhedrin. And a lot of the parts in the book of Acts where there was hindrances, it was from the religious people more than the Gentiles. And so he was preparing them saying, don't worry, God cares and he's going to speak for you. The Holy Spirit will speak for you when the time comes when you need to, to speak. And that's how it is with us. We, and I know I, I suffer with that where I just sit there and go, man, I'm going to worry. And you, you run this scenario through your mind over and over how you're going to explain something. And I just find, find myself going now more than ever, is it even worth it? Because it's not worth letting that take over our lives, over our thoughts, over our day. Because it ends up turning up better, especially when you've given it to the Lord. And He will. He does move at the right moment. I mean, you're just in there going, this is the Lord. And He's done that for me over and over again. And with that, we're going to go to Psalm 48. We're going to finish up our podcast with Psalm 48 because it's just amazing, this psalm. Yeah, a lot of them are amazing. And that we just can be reminded that God is is great and that he's most worthy of praise. And we see this thing about the kings and, and they fled, fled in terror. And we think about with Joshua that as they kept pursuing these kings, they were probably most likely afraid because their hearts were already melting, hearing what the Lord was doing. And so when we see stories like that, we tend to think, oh, they're not even relatable to me. They are. You know, we can sit there and go, when we're struggling with our heart melting in fear, we can always go back to these stories and say, wait a minute, <laughs> Joshua faced bigger forces and they were scared of, of him because, but they were mostly scared of the Lord mostly. But, but one of the things I just really wanted to finish off on was this within your temple, O God, we meditate on your unfailing love, like your name, O God. Your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with righteousness. When we're in our daily reading, when we're praying, when we're at church, we always need to be meditating on his unfailing love. And that just focusing on him, who he is and now, for my mom's Mother's Day present this year, I got her this journal, and it was praying the names of God, which is a journal, but each day it's a different, it's the different names of, of God, and learning to pray that and, and knowing who He is. Because essentially, if we know who God is, we know, you know, who we are in Him and what He's going to do for us, you know, what He's already done for us. I just love verse 14, how it ends. And I think I'm just going to end here. It says, for this 
God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the end. When we're on this journey, he is our guide. He's going to be our guide forever and ever. He's going to be our God forever and ever. It never changes. And that's just something we can rejoice on. So that's essentially what I wanted to talk about in episode 19. It's kind of a little bit scattered. And sometimes it'll be a little bit scattered. Sometimes there's more of a theme. That's just something that we come across. So so for the next episode, we're going to read Joshua chapter 12 and 13. And we're going to read Psalm 49 verses 1 through 9. We probably won't talk about Psalm 49 for a couple of days because it has... It's going to be broken up into pieces there. We'll talk about Proverbs chapter 10 verses 7 through 9. And then Luke chapter 12 verses 13 through 48. And so I'm going to end in a prayer. And I just want to say thank you, Lord Jesus, for who you are. Lord, we just rejoice in your goodness. And that, Lord, we don't have to fear man. Lord, we thank you, God, that, that Lord, you are great. And you are the same today as you were yesterday lord and we give you the glory and the honor lord i pray god that you would just speak into our hearts as we meditate on you lord help us to meditate on your unfailing love i pray that it would just begin to be highlighted in our reading lord and lord i just pray that we would live a life worthy of the calling that you've given us lord and that lord i just pray jesus that you just continue to reveal your unfailing love and your word And we just give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day, you guys.